Hello and welcome to Nested Folders, a podcast about productivity, trying to get work done and feel really good about the things that we're doing and the things that we're not. I'm Scotty Jackson. With me, as always, is Rosemary Orchard. Hi, Rose. How are you? I'm great, Scotty. How are you? I am well. I am feeling like my lists are long and I can't wait to talk about how to deal with these long lists. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> evergreen problem uh for those of us who are new uh hi the whole podcast can be found at nestedfolderspodcast.com and supporters can check out our premium feed of unnested folders at nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested but for today's episode i want to talk about these long lists that i've got and best ways to make them shorter and manageable um you know, in the getting things done methodology, there's this idea of contexts, or in Mm -hmm. many different task management systems, there are tags, or there are paper lists with a title at the top and content below that. Uh, And so I thought this would be a really interesting thing to to chat about how we how we look at our systems and how we make lists that are effective for us in a given moment. Uh, What do you think? I think that's a great thing to talk about because when there's a really, really long list, I find that that's when it's actually the most difficult to actually go and check things off or delete things because the list is so long, it's overwhelming. Totally. And of course, checking stuff off, deleting things, that's a great way to make your list shorter. <laughs> but at the same time, sometimes you just you don't need to necessarily do the stuff or delete the stuff. You need to filter the stuff so you can figure out what you should be doing um, and what's most important for you to be doing. And that's where something like a tag or a context or something similar would come in handy, or at least that's where I use it. Absolutely. And I think I think this is really important for me to talk about now, too, in these, you know, pandemic times where uh, the options I have for tags or contexts are reduced substantially. Like I I don't I don't have office or and my errands are much shorter. I'm doing a lot more things through, you know, like online ordering or, um, you know, not going for coffee with people and, and so on. So in in a world where my universe is like ever constricting um i found that i've had to adjust my lists a lot in order to account for that to like you said keep them short enough and manageable like i want them long enough that i feel like there's enough options there so that you know in the moment i can say well show me let me pick the one that i think has the most payoff right now or the one that i'm most interested in right now or maybe based on energy level whatever i want to have enough options but like you say not so many that it's just you know, i just i just go blank and become overwhelmed yes and that's the thing like you know it, it's really good to just be able to go like yeah okay so right now i am you know i i am going on an errand i'm leaving the house okay so this is potentially a dangerous thing to do i want to try and combine as many possible things into this one trip mm. to make it as efficient as possible so that i can get back to the other context which everything else is in which is home um so <laughs> um so i i've been making a point of going through and uh tagging all of my things which require me going out of the house um and i personally use omnifocus for this so i have uh omnifocus tag for errands and i have all of the different places that i might go for these errands underneath um and then when i add something to my purchase list then i will put it or you know 
places to go, errands, whatever. I'll tag it with that place so that then when I'm out and say I'm going to this particular store, when I pass the store next to it, where actually I need to pick something up but I forgot about it, it reminds me to do that. And that's made my list just a bit smarter so that then when I'm planning on doing errands, even if I don't necessarily figure out everything, oh yeah, I needed to get this and I need to get that. And so I'm going to go and do all of these things when I am doing my other things. It helps me to be more efficient in that respect because, you know, I go past the store and it's like, hey, don't forget, you were going to buy some popcorn here. And I'm like, oh yeah, I really do need popcorn. Uh, I'm having a movie night tomorrow or something like that. Totally. And that's, that's a good one. One, one that I found uh, is helping me a lot is because I'm not changing location a lot. Um, uh, mindset is the thing that I've found to be a really nice category. Uh, so I can tag things as I've got five that I've identified right now, which is the first one is produce. So when am I making things? That's like my maker mode. Maybe I'm laying out a website or maybe I'm writing a document or mapping a process. I'm producing something. The second is consume. So that's I am reading something. I am watching something. I am listening to something. I am taking content in. Um, The third is uh, think. So... (laughs) Uh, hopefully I'm doing this a lot, uh, actually, but, uh, but like very discreetly in, in, in this context, what I mean is I am deciding I, I have maybe a list of options or I need to brainstorm options for, or I need to mind map, or I, I need to generate ideas. That's, that's what that one is about. Um, the fourth is uh, govern. So that's for things that I need to like approve or uh, review or um, provide guidance uh, on to others. And the fifth is admin. So uh, fill a stapler, shred some papers, uh, file my uh, expense report, uh, file my TPS report, new cover, um, all, all of those sort of administrative type tasks. So I found that mm-hmm. by grouping things or looking things in that way, um, to your point about batching, if I am in production mode, let me use that momentum and, and show me all my production tasks so that when I finish production task A, maybe I can move into production task B because I'm still feeling that. And so I've mm-hmm. found that grouping by mindset is 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 a useful tool for me. Yes, definitely. And that reminds me of something. Um, so the the idea of the, the physical context, uh, I think mostly, um, at least in GTD, is, you know, David Allen, uh, where, you know, it's like, okay, well, I'm doing this. But another thing he talks about, which especially recently I found very useful, is the energy level. So some tasks mm. are a high energy level where I need to be awake, I need to be with it, I need to be on the ball to deal with this stuff. And other things are very much like, whatever, I can do this, like, pretty much whenever. Like, I can go and wash the dishes. Well, I don't necessarily like washing the dishes at 10 o'clock at night when I'm tired. But at the <laughs> same time, like, if, if I need to get that done so that I'm going to have glasses to drink out of in the morning, then I can do that, you know, even when I'm super tired and capable of it. Um, and so something I have been going through and doing is just explicitly tagging things which do require more energy. Um, so that when I'm feeling a bit meh about things or I'm just really tired because I didn't sleep well or I've had a day of doing all of the high energy things, you know, I can just filter those out and be like, no, thanks, you know, not right now. Yeah. Or I can, 
you know, actually what I do do is I go through and I pick at least one high energy task a day so that I am working on, you know, one big thing um, because the high energy tasks are often the big ones. Though that said, today one of my high energy tasks was lugging a shredder to the post office to return it to Amazon because it broke and it needed returning. And so that was a high energy in a physical energy sense rather than a mental energy. Mm. So. That's interesting. I, I, I think I probably have been doing that a little bit as well. Um, but I've been using time of day as sort of a proxy for that. So, mm -hmm. uh, l like you said, I, I mean, I'm a morning person, which, um, is still a relatively new phenomenon for me and I'm not sure that I, I like it, but it is what it is. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? Right. So I, I've been tagging things with morning, afternoon and evening because morning is, that's when I need to do my high energy stuff. Like if I want to do my thinking and creative work. Um, morning is a really good time for me to do that because that's when I am switched on and ready for that. In the afternoon, I am more well suited to like shredding and filing and filling staplers. And in the evening, I am more geared towards uh, uh, consumption rather than creation. So that's a really good time for me to uh, review documents or watch TV shows or uh, listen to a podcast or or, or, or. So, um, I've, I think I've been, so even though I'm using tags of morning, afternoon, and evening, those kind of insinuate the, the thinking that I've done to your point about like energy level and when in the day am I suited to do different things based on the, either the way my mind operates or when I can count on myself to be, uh, having the commensurate type of energy for those things. Yes. And I think that that's really good. And your time of day leads me, you know, I, I, I do use this to an extent, but I don't have explicit time of day task uh, tags. What I do is I actually have a before work and I have an after work. So these are the things mm. I feel like I need to get done before I, I start, you know, the day job for today. Or, okay, these are the things that are also important. They need to be done today, but I'm going to do them after work. And I actually use tags as a proxy for due dates in some respects. So where things don't have to be done by a specific time, it's more that they need to be done by an event or after an event that's when I, I I go through and I tag things. So what I used to do in the pre-pandemic times was every time before I went on a holiday at work, I would have a tag of things that I would have to do before I went. And then I would have a tag for all of the things that I was going to review when I came back. And all of the, you know, the tag for after I came back was on hold. And then when I came back, the first, you know, that was the thing in my, in my due list of things, um, because I, do, I don't like you know explicitly pushing everything to and this is now available again from this date because then you come back and it's like well that's a really long list mm -hmm. uh, so instead i would use a tag put the tag you know on hold which meant that the tasks inside of it weren't available and then i would come back and just delete that tag and voila they'd be there and i have been using this for other things you know like after i've unpacked these boxes in this room then i need to do this stuff um and things like that because the these things can be spread out around multiple projects and associated with lots of different things and so for me i'm finding you know tags as a proxy for uh, before after an event or a similar thing can work really well for that that's a really neat idea using tags as sort of a milestone so that when you when yeah. you reach that milestone you say okay now I'm ready to open the next box of things that I have like deliberately put there that is that is smart mm -hmm. I yeah. I'm stealing that 
Um, I, I think you should. Yeah. If, if people want to steal things, that's what this is for, right? And, and I just find that works for me really well because some things, you know, like after my guests leave, well, I don't know if my guests are going to leave at two o'clock or if they're going to leave at 10 o'clock. Um, and I don't want my phone to ding at two o'clock with like, oh, hey, after your guest left, you were going to do all of these things. Right. Because, you know, that doesn't work. Not that I'm really having guests at the moment, but I was living with my parents until recently, so I figured they can come visit me. Um, so, but, you know, it's it's one of those things where I find that it is much easier to just have one thing that says, hey, like, and when you get to this stage, now go delete this tag. Um, and sometimes that thing is purely a, oh, right, and now I just need to, you know, go do this. Like, I, I it's not that I'm remembering it, but it's not a very specific, like, and after this task, you must go and do that thing. Right. Um, and sometimes it's, it's an actual due thing in my calendar because it says, hey, when you come back from, you know, dealing with this thing, then go off and deal with that. And I also find this is really useful for just the, oh my gosh, work sent me a very long list of things that need to be done. So I capture the whole list and then I go through and I'm like, okay, first of all, like put it in a rough order. And then I'm like, okay, this chunk has to be dealt with like after that meeting or this chunk needs to be dealt with before this meeting, which is tomorrow at 9am and there's no way I'm going to get all of this done. So I need to email the people and say, hey, like you've given me 16 hours of work to do and I've got four hours to do it in. What do you want? Mm -hmm. um, and it's quite useful for, you know, filtering so that I know what needs to be done before things and also for not messing up my regular tasks. So for example, before my parents come over, I, you know, like to make sure my place is clean. Um, but to do that, I need to go through and, and mess up my routine tasks by, you know, adding due dates to them. No, 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 no. I just go and I add a tag to the things that need to be done before my parents come over. And then I delete that tag and it's gone. And those tasks, you know, they got checked off within their regular routine things. But, um, you know, nothing's really been changed apart from the fact that I've got stuff done. Yeah. Okay. I, I got to do a quick sidebar here because some of the um, uh, favorite tasks that I have in my system uh, in part because it shows that I've thought about them and in part because they're easy to complete are those kind of system meta tasks like you just mentioned, like putting in a task to say, okay, change this task, this tag from hold to active or delete this tag or, mm -hmm. hey, after this meeting occurs, then go set a due date on that other task because now you'll know what the due date is, for example. Yeah. And I, I love tasks like that because it's it guides me to do those sorts of things. And I also like what you said about um, having um, that tag and not like a set time, for example, because like you said, your, your phone isn't dinging automatically, but also there's this very now deliberate move of mm -hmm. I, I am going and I'm taking this tag off or I am changing the state of this tag because I am ready to do so. If for whatever reason, the conditions change w when that task rolls around of like, change the status of this tag from hold to active, like, uh, 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 no, actually, conditions have changed from the time between when I set that action and now, and I'm not actually going to yep. do that, or I, I don't feel ready to do that, I'm going to do it tomorrow. It gives you just such a great sense of agency over what yes. things are appearing in the list and what things are not. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. And I think that that's the whole thing about using tags and other similar items. You know, you're using it to help you slice and dice your list so that you're going from this potentially thousands of items long list to 
here are the eight things that I should be focusing on right now. Um, and the last thing that you want is you're there going, yeah, I've got a list of eight things. And then something just happens automatically that past you set up thinking that this was going to be great. And your list of eight things turns into 80 or 800. And that, you know, that just takes away that feeling of control that we're looking for here, um, which is why I'm very much a fan of using the tags in more meta ways as well as the the obvious ways. Um, mm -hmm. I say obvious with air quotes because, you know, it depends on how you've grown to use your task management system as to whether or not this is obvious for you. For sure. Uh, one of the ways that I've been uh, attacking that problem of too many things as well has been um, not combining kind of everyday routine cruft with like actual do things. So I don't want to have like, I don't want to look at my list in the morning and say, and see 20 do things when a whole bunch of them are actually like routine, um, like take my medications, make sure the kids have brushed their teeth, feed the dog, get the lunches ready for school, check homework, like all of that sort of morning stuff that I go through. So I've got a tag called first things first. Um, and right. that, that helps me separate all of that stuff away from the actual like project driven do things that require my attention. And then yeah. um, as a partner to first things first, I have a tag called last things last, where I go through my like end of day routine of like doing it, my daily reflection and some journaling and setting up my task for the next day. Um, that helps me, you know, qualify things as being routine oriented as opposed to, you know, project or outcome oriented. And that, that gives me a lot of clarity about, you know, the number of things that might be on a list and what they might represent or mean. Yes. And I, I really like the idea of, you know, tagging things which are not project oriented because some people have separate systems for things which are routine versus things which, you know, are the big stuff that needs to be done. Um, I don't know why I'm saying it like that. That's just the mood I'm in today. Um, but I personally dump all of my stuff into one system. So, you know, things like research adopting a cat and, you know, buy bananas. Um, these all end up in the same system. You know, there for me, there is one system and it's all in you there. You could also but adopt the a cat time, named Bananas. Exactly. And, you know, that might be a slightly fruity thing to do. But, <laughs> you know, there there is plenty of choices out there as to how I manage this stuff. And my, you know, my method of choice is tags. So if I am looking um, and doing like a big review, then I'm going to exclude the routine stuff and put that in a separate review because I do have all of my routines in OmniFocus. And I actually have a, a series of projects which automatically repeat. And then I have tasks for things like, you know, cleaning the mirrors and stuff like that, which things are deferred automatically upon completion so that, you know, they don't appear for another X time, which ties in really nicely to my, I'm going to have guests over. What are the things that I need to do? Because I have a tag for before guests come over um, so that I know what things I need to clean. But if I've just cleaned the mirrors yesterday, then I don't need to clean the mirrors again today, even though, mm -hmm. you know, my mom's going to come and drop lasagna off later. At least I hope so. I was promised lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> um. A few other uh, tags or lists that I've been enjoying have been um, names, like people's names, uh, in part because uh, now that I communicate with most people through like asynchronous messaging, if I actually have someone's attention, being able to say, oh, while, I, while I've got you, let's also look oh, at yeah. all these other lists of things. I mean, I, I, I mean, I think that's, you know, uh, typically done 
as part of you know either context or tagging you know, your boss, your spouse, your kids, your your peers, your direct reports, um, and having a list for each of those. But even for I found that I've got more lists like that for people that I talk to regularly enough that it warrants a list. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just so that I can say, Ooh, Hey, hang on a second. Just before I let you go, let me just check my lists yeah. here. Ah, there were three other things I actually wanted to talk to you about. Uh, I've found that to be incredibly valuable, particularly when, you know, people's attention may be in any manner of place, uh, in these dark times. Yeah. Yes. And one thing that I have found, which I had to train myself out of the habit of, is to start with, I was going through and I was deleting my empty tags. Now, of course, you need a review system so that you can go through and check to make sure that everything is still current and relevant and so on. So if a store closes down, there is no point having a tag for it again. But having an empty tag for a person is not a bad thing because then if they say to you, hey, is there anything else that you needed for me? You can look at your list and go, no, we're good. Mm. Um, and you know, because that tag is there, you know, it's empty. Um, but you know, because that tag is there, that you're good. Um, and that there is nothing else. And it also makes capturing and organizing much easier because it means that when you go to add something, you don't have to recreate the Scotty tag every, you know, couple of weeks because Scotty's cleared out all the things that you needed from him. So you deleted the tag while you were cleaning up and then you need another Scotty tag. Um, no, just go through, have all the tags that you like because they, they don't, you know, they don't cost anything, or at least I hope not. Uh, maybe, right. you know, a piece of paper and some ink. Um, but, you know, they, they should be, you know, relatively free to, to use. And it's great to be able to just, you know, quickly grab things. And stuff is then organized in the method that you prefer. I love, like, nesting things together. So I have a people tag, and then I have, you know, tags underneath that. So Scotty's in there, David's in there, you know, other people mm-hmm. I work with, like Ryan, are in there. And that for me is great because then I can look at it and I can see, okay, here are all my people, here are all my places, you know, here's all of my home locations because yes, I have different locations in my home. So if I'm cleaning and I'm like, okay, I'm in the living room, what else do I need to clean in here? It's like, oh yeah, needs to dust the TV stand. Uh, great. You know, dust the TV stand. Done. Perfect. Move on to the bathroom. Um, you know, it's really helpful for me. And then I can look at it and I know that I'm on top of things because that list is super short slash non-existent a good chunk of the time. And that's what we want. We want to be able to look at the list and go, nope, nothing to do here. Move on. Yes. Okay. Having an empty list theoretically is not necessarily super helpful, but a good system should make it clear that that list is empty so you don't need to check it. So I, I, I need to rewind the tape here because I, I don't want to let you bury the lead on this because you said something in there that was absolutely brilliant, which was, um, making sure that you're looking at the tags that you have as part of your review. And I think, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think I'm really, really good at reviewing my actions. I'm really, really good at reviewing the tags to which those actions belong in the course of looking at those actions. I'm really good at looking at all my projects, uh, but I've never considered like purposefully looking at, well, what are the lists of tags that I even have? And are these still relevant? And could I organize them better and create more? Or so on. I think that is a really important thing. So as we talk about ways to organize lists, embedding that particular specific practice into reviewing, I think that that's a really, really wonderful idea. And I can't wait to start doing that in my next review. 
Well, you can also use it as a trigger for capture. So you can just scan down your list of tags and then you'll see pet store. Oh, I need to get more dog food and things like that. And I find that the tags, you know, they have so many uses. They're not just for filtering there to help me think, oh, yeah, I need to do this. Um, yeah. And it's also great, you know, when you did go to the hardware store or something the other day and you bought all these things, but you forgot to check them off or whatever, then you're looking at it and you're going, yeah, so I've got my receipt from the hardware store. Yeah, I did buy light bulbs. Where are they? Oh, right. They're still in the car um, and stuff like that. So you can, you can, you know, handle things. I find much better with tags for so many reasons. That's a really interesting idea. I think I might play with that because I think um, I've used um, let's say hard hierarchy to manage things like um, actions that relate to a particular area of my life or something like that. I would, I would create like a, a never ending project for car or home and household or something like that. And maybe using tags for that might be better. I'm going to consider this. Um, I, I, I use a combination. So, you know, I do have a couple of sort of vaguely miscellaneous projects like grocery shopping is a never ending list, but I still tag the items that go into it with groceries. In fact, the list itself is tagged with shopping and groceries so that things end up in my shopping list and my grocery list, because that way, you know, when I'm then in the supermarket, then I can open up the right perspective and it shows me all the things that are generically tagged grocery list, but it also shows me the things that I need to get in this specific store because this specific store carries this brand of things at an affordable mm. price or whatever. So I, I find, you know, a combination of tags and projects for things like that to be great. And, That's you know, interesting. It, it helps me, you know, slice and dice my list so that they're not as long as they were. Mm -hmm. uh, one last one that I want to share are uh, uh, tags that for a couple of apps that I use fairly infrequently, but that when I use them are uh, very... Uh, they have a very specific intent and purpose. So it's like for me, we have uh, at my work in my day job, uh, a collaborative task and project management system that we use to uh, open and update and move projects. It also serves as sort of our, our chargeback system for how we charge back to clients and uh, all these other things. So I found that when I when I open that up and I am in that mode, having a number of sort of things tasked like, hey, here are things that I know I need to either document in there or update in there is really good. Uh, another one I have is a, a virtual PC. So when I log into my virtual PC, here are things that I also need to do when I am logged into that virtual PC. So having some app yep. specific uh, tags or lists uh, has mm -hmm. been has been very uh, helpful for me. Yes, I do the same uh, with some some with apps, but also some with uh, devices. So, for example, Ooh. I rarely use my Windows uh, home machine, but I do have one. Um, and so, you know, there's a couple of things where it's like, oh, yeah, I should install that app and check it out. And so I just throw it on the list. And then if I boot it up... Um, and then I can check my list and I can see all of those things. Or, you know, I have um, a portable work laptop as well as the 15-inch. Well, if you want to carry it all the time, then sure, you, I guess you can. Um, and it's great to make sure that I install the same apps on both. So I create, you know, the task once for each device and I tag it with the device. And then when I switch on the smaller laptop, I'm like, okay, great. Well, while I'm waiting for, you know, this project to update, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and install that up so that everything functions the same way that I'm expecting it to. Totally. And and making things function the way you expect them to, uh, that's what this is all about, right? Exactly. And, you know, that's what helps me get stuff done. 
Amazing. Okay, I I have to I have to go and look at all my lists again. Uh, okay. Thank you. Thank That's you. a good thing. Yeah. Yes. In in the in the most wonderful way possible. Uh, I'm going to blow apart my system. Um, thank, <laughs> thank you, Rose. I mean, systems are supposed to be flexible, right? That's why we go into them, we monkey around with them, and we we change things around. We mess a couple of things up, and then we're good because we we've we've got our plan. We know what we're doing, and uh, we've got a short list of things that we can check off and get done. And that sounds amazing. That sounds like exactly the life I want to lead. Uh, thank you well, again for this, Rose. This has been fantastic. Thank you, Scotty. I, I always love talking to you and getting your ideas on things as well. I've got plenty of things. I'm going to be going and experimenting with those mindsets for sure. So, uh, again, uh, our podcast can be found at nestedfolderspodcast.com. Uh, we have uh, a feedback form there. We love hearing your feedback. Uh, please let us know what you think. You can also tweet with us at Nested Folders. And again, if if uh, supporting us is something that you would uh, like to do, uh, we would love to have you at nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested. And supporters have the opportunity to uh, post on our Ask Me Anything board where that becomes uh, episodes, uh, bonus exclusive episodes that we do based on listener questions and feedback. Uh, Rosemary Orchard, where might people find you on the internet? You can find me at rosemaryorchard.com or at rosemaryorchard on Twitter. And Scotty, where can people find you? I can be found at heyscottyj.com and also by the same name on Twitter. So uh, thanks again, Rose. Until next time, when we talk again in two weeks, take care. Goodbye.